0: The Hawkeye Nation podcast is happy to have Exile Brewing Company as our anchor sponsor based in Des Moines, Iowa, down at 1514 Walnut Street, established in 2012, the 2015 Great American Beer Festival gold medal winner, top 10 best selling new craft beer in the nation for 2015, and you have that in Des Moines, Iowa, available on tap and in bottles throughout the entire state, they brew five year round beers, 10 to 15 seasonal and limited release beers, so check them out. Exile Brewing Company, 1514 Walnut Street. HN Podcast, Miller and Wolfgang doing the um, somewhat instant reaction tonight following Iowa's oh beatdown, let's call it, at the hands of Indiana in the Big Ten Tournament, 95-73. to 73. I thought Indiana would beat Iowa in this game. My biggest fear was their, their high potent and explosive offense, and that's what Iowa ran into, but really That coinciding with um, probably the worst defense Iowa has played, I don't want to say since November, but it wasn't very good. Um, Iowa allowing Indiana to shoot 67.9% in the second half. I shouldn't say allowing them. Indiana, Indiana did a great job of riddling Iowa's perimeter defense Ball handlers getting into the lane and getting so many close looks in addition to hitting um, seven threes in the second half and five threes in the first half. And that led to uh, an absolute blowout as Iowa just couldn't trade baskets with these Hoosiers, who at one point in time were ranked number three in the country and over since January 21st played the toughest schedule of any team. In the big ten. And uh yeah, I mean I could keep talking for three minutes, but since um we have two people here tonight, I figure I'll stop and, and let you say some things for
1: a few minutes. No, it's tough. tough. Hawkeye's losing to the uh Indiana Pacers. That's always a tough game. Um that was a joke. I'm I'm pissed off. I'm I did not see this coming. Get back on D. That was an absolute joke. Nobody ran back on defense. Um I, just, I don't get it, man. I am I – can you tell, John? I, I can. I, don't even, what? I
0: can, and I sensed a lot of people on Twitter late in the game, I guess similar reactions that you're having. And I, maybe I'm just getting old, man. I'll be 46 next week, but – You know, this team all of a sudden didn't become juniors um, in the last week. They won four consecutive Big Ten games to get in this position where everybody had hope for uh, an NCAA tournament bid, but they were still a team where nearly 50% of the scoring came from freshmen and the most consistent thing you can say about freshmen is they are inconsistent. I'm surprised they won their last four games. They also had to win at Maryland and at Wisconsin. Both teams were ranked in the top 25 when Iowa won those road games. A very unlikely, I think the percentages, chances before that four-game winning streak to end the season for Iowa was like less than 2% chance. They won all four and I looked it up before we did the podcast. In the last 20 years of Iowa basketball, there have been two seasons where an Iowa team won five or more consecutive Big Ten games. And that happened in each of the past two seasons. A six-game winning streak last year and a five-game conference winning streak. Uh, a seven-game winning streak last year, actually, to start Big Ten play 7-0. And I think a five-game winning streak the year before. So, if people... I mean, I don't know how you can expect the youngest team in Iowa basketball history, the eighth youngest team in the nation this year to be, I don't say you can be upset that this team didn't become the third team out of the last twenty to win five consecutive Big Ten basketball games. It's disappointing yeah. the fashion in which they lost. The fact that they ninety-five lost.
1: points, John, ninety-five yeah. points—that's well, here, unacceptable. Here's another sixty percent shooting. Yeah. You can't have that. It's defense. Sixty percent three-point shooting. Play some freaking defense. Get back, okay? Run back. Don't jog back. Run back, stop the ball. You play basketball, John, in sixth grade, fourth grade, third grade, stop the freaking ball. Stay in front of your man. It's, it's a joke. I, I could not stand it. I was getting so pissed because I love this team and I will continue to love this team and I can't wait to watch him in the NIT, but this was an absolute arse whooping of epic proportions and I'm, I'm sick of it. Moss, what the heck was, is Moss our go-to guy now? What is, what was that?
0: Well, I mean, Jock's Jock's legs haven't been anywhere really in the building since he hurt his back. I mean, there's been a couple of games that he's gone off since he's got hurt, more than a couple, and I've been amazed actually at it because anybody who's had a back injury knows that there's no rhyme or reason to why post-injury one night you can come out and feel good, and then the next night you're stiff as a board, you can't move, and you don't have any explanation for it. Have you noticed how much Peter Jock's ball handling has deteriorated the last two months? It's not a surprise because he doesn't have any legs he has no confidence and he has less strength in his lower half because of his back injury and he's dri- he's dribbling around like a drunk freshman out there it, it's it, it sucks that Pete got hurt or this team likely would have been in the NCAA tournament but other teams have injuries too OG and Anubi for Indiana he's been out for the last 13 or 14 games but defense I, I said earlier that freshmen you can expect them to be inconsistent defense the night to night half-to-half, minute-to-minute focus of defensive intensity is something that Freshmen struggle more with than anything else because they've never had to do that ever. I mean, you can transition from the high school game to the college game if you're really good, and offense can come to you as we've seen Jordan Bohannon do this year. We've seen Tyler Cook, Cordell Pimsel. Um, We've seen these guys do that some nights. I mean, there were nights that Jordan Bohannon didn't score 24 points in a high school game, and he didn't hit, you know, five consecutive threes in a high school game. Yet he's doing it the Big Ten. Offense can translate easier. Defense defense doesn't and typically most players learn the hard way their first year in college on the defensive end and this team that's what was on display tonight
1: yeah and you if you're going to give up 60 percent field goal shooting if you're going to give up 60 percent three-point field goal percentage now some of those not all of them were uncontested some of them we were in their face with, wow how did he make that some of those are going in and i'm like how are these going in but again they they went on a couple runs where we didn't call timeouts a 10-0 run no timeout um do you have the numbers on transition points i wrote down 24 10 at one point and get back with an exclamation point fast break points points? it
0: it it shows 12 11 but i i don't know exactly how they calculate that okay
1: okay and unfortunately the bench points didn't end up in our favor which have We've been doing a great job of bench points. Bear just did not have his game. I've, con- You know, I love that guy. He gives it every single game, but he just did nothing this game, absolutely nothing. Um, and I just – I didn't understand why we weren't stopping the ball and getting back. I didn't see the intensity from this team that I have seen um, over and over again. And then they started pressing us, and we had – we had Wagner bringing up the ball, and I'm just like, "What? That's the last guy in on the team that you want bringing up the ball. He should not dribble more than twice. He shouldn't." And I love him. I love his intensity. I love his toughness. I love his defense. Um, Cook, I love Cook again. And I'm sorry, I'm going negative. I'm just going fan on you. Okay, I'm fan right now.
0: That's why you're. Be- that's why you're probably better for these instant reactions than I am because you know my, my um. Entered, my my intensity o meter is pegged at about the same thing most games just because it's a season and it's young but go ahead no it's on
1: mine's on two billion right now Cook Cook has to figure out a pump fake or something because he gets his shot blocked way too much for a guy that has that vertical who has that strength um, he's got to figure something out a, a pump fake you know get in touch with Wade Looking Bill or whatever. Figure it out because he – how many times has he gotten his shot block in the last how many games, John? Well, if, that if, that if, can't if, happen.
0: If I'm writing this scouting report on Tyler Cook and I'm going to be playing against him, the first thing I write is force him to his right hand um, because he's not confident at all in it. And due to that lack of confidence and lack of um, coordination with his right hand – it takes away his athleticism because he's focusing so much on guiding the ball with his hand that he's not very good at. And it just make it, it makes him an unathletic player. And you can see how hard he tries to work, even trying to run through a wall to get to his left. And everybody knows it and they, and they don't, I mean the Big Ten is, is incredibly well scouted. So they force him to his right and, and that hurts him. So this season, this out of season, Tyler Cook needs to basically play basketball with his left arm taped to the side of his body, um, <laughs> and, and 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 do everything with his right hand. Um, you know, Cordell Pemsel played at times like a beast out there. His first career double double with fourteen points, eleven boards. Jordan Bohannon with twenty four points and ten assists. His first career double double that ties a Big Ten Iowa, term, Big Ten Tournament Iowa record for assists ten ties him with Horner. You know, I just. I can't I can't let this game change the season for me because again I, I just feel how unlikely these last four games were that they won those four yeah. in a row. And this is the first postseason tournament that Bohanan, Cook, Moss, Pemsel, etc played have ever played in. Um, And we we talked about that the other night, why it was so important for them to get this win and get to the NCAA tournament so they're not starstruck next year when they get there in a team that might be able to do some damage, maybe, you know, played anywhere from a 5 to a 9 seed in next year's tournament. But it's they're 18 and 14, and at times they played like a team that looked like a 25-win team, and at times they played like a team that looked like a 12-win team. And unfortunately, in the Big Ten tournament against a team that's, A better team than Iowa is this season with with, I think more cohesion even though Indiana is not exactly an aged team but the difference between the difference between Tyler Cook and Thomas Bryant is probably about 15 to 20 pounds and a year's worth of experience and a player who is comfortable going to either hand. I think Tyler Cook's going to be that player next year. I think that Cordell Pemsel with another off season under his belt and this season under his belt, I think that that guy's ceiling, I, mean, I don't think that he's there yet. Jordan Bohannon is quickly becoming one of my favorite Iowa oh my players of gosh. all time. This year, Bohannon, and you might have the stats in front of you, but Bohannon is I now – 79 of 198 from three on the season. I think that's the 10th highest three-point total ever attempted in a season. His 79 threes, I think, is ninth or 10th most ever in a season. And he's hit 39.99% of his threes.
1: I mean, holy crap. That's that's phenomenal so that's a guy the majority of people that know their bleep didn't even want us recruiting they thought what what are we doing here the guy had 24 points 24 points at one time he was five of five from three let's see what he ended up six of actually ended up six of eleven so yeah he totally uh tailed off there at the end but 37 minutes 24 points um and yeah that's Again, I'm gonna try to be positive here. I'm just, I'm just a little po'd. I know. I'm, just PO'd I, I, I'm,
0: I'm trying to pull you back. You're representative of a lot of people listening to this right now. They're, they're rooting for you, saying, "Yeah, Wolfgang, you tell him." And
1: no, and I love Fran, John, but the defense was ridiculous. It was. It, it's tonight. sixth grade stuff. Stop the ball. Get back on defense. I mean, it's, it's simple stuff that you don't have to be an expert at to talk about you don't have to have played college basketball i don't have to have coached some of that defense was a joke
0: it was it was really bad tonight but over the last five games it hasn't been i mean the indiana game,
1: run john first half 12-0 run no timeout 12-0 run no timeout
0: well yeah i mean that's fran dude he's saving those for his retirement random
1: okay and i love fran, love you, fran.
0: i like that um, i love you fran yeah. love your brother so Isaiah Moss now joins Cook, Bohannon, and Pemsel, having scored 200 points in their freshman season and before this year, no Iowa team had ever had more than two freshmen score at least 200. Mm. Cook Cook is three shy of 300, and Pemsel is seven shy. Of three hundred, So Iowa very well could have three 300-point freshmen when they've never had more than two 200-point freshmen um, in the same season. And I know I'm going to the macro, and some of you listening to this don't want to listen to the macro, and I'll get some tweets at me for Homer and this, that, No, and it sounds
1: like I'm being the jerk, John. You're being the reasonable person. I'm being the jerk. But there's a lot of so. people
0: that are irritated the way that you are right now, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people, or I shouldn't say a lot of people, a lot of people who follow me, that doesn't speak for the Iowa fan base, who are going Mm -hmm. all crazy about, oh, another, you know, it's Iowa's fourth consecutive loss to a double-digit seed in the Big Ten tournament. And that does suck. And I'm sure that Fran's, you know, going to tinker and look to see if there's anything that he can find with regards to a, uh, a theme or a pattern there. But history, yes, and please, tinker, 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 because we're 2-8 and eight in the Big Ten under him. History, tinker, tinker. History doesn't suit up. And I don't really care about last year's team in the Big Ten tournament with regards okay. to this year's team, because this year's team, it's an easy answer. They played against a better team. They played against the most explosive offensive team in the conference, um, a team that when everybody, most everyone saw the draw, they are like, Oh, Shnikes, that's a bad draw. If they would have drawn Nebraska or Ohio State or Rutgers or Penn State, I think we'd be talking about an Iowa team that likely is going to be going to Dayton. But they drew Indiana. Um, And would you be surprised if Indiana won the Big Ten tournament?
1: The way they looked, and I told you I've seen three games in like the last three days because I couldn't sleep. I didn't see this coming, I'll be honest with you. I did not see them I mean the, the pace of that first half I was so nervous watching that I was not even enjoying it but like you say it's about matchups whether it's it doesn't matter boxing UFC you're a wrestler going against a boxer or if you're you know a fast team fast paced team going against Virginia or whatever I understand that it's just I'm just disappointed with the defense you cannot give up that many transition points and you cannot give up that percentage shooting and three point shooting that's a joke and some of it they just made some unbelievable shots i will go i I rolled my eyes at some of them john yeah they were
0: they were fired they were locked in they were definitely locked in um in this game uh, there's a couple of things that I um, that I was just reading off of Twitter, and I don't know that I want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Dude, thinking. please. I haven't been on
1: Twitter. I was at a uh, birthday party for, uh, for a uh, 10 get,
0: I'm getting a lot of people tweeting at me, um, you know, Peter Jock is a horrible defender, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, that's what I've I've had some people expressing concerns. How is Iowa going to replace Jock's 21 points? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a statistic for this. But Pete's pure scoring is is really good. He's probably the best perimeter scorer that Iowa has had, the, mm-hmm. I mean, in a long time. Uh, may, maybe since the advent of the three-point line in the mid-1980s.
1: But if he's scoring 21 a game, how many has he given up a game? What a concept, John. You ever heard of Isaiah Thomas for the uh, Boston Celtics? I know you're not an NBA guy, but he's averaging close to 30. But he's one of the worst defenders of point guards in the NBA so if you're scoring 30 and giving up 27 you know it's an interesting point I don't know how many jock is giving up we know he's not a great defender is he terrible no I don't think so is he but a plus 50 is he, is he a, is he a net plus 10 that's an interesting interesting point and we love stats and man would I love to see that that because, plus minus when he's in oh ooh, yeah that's because
0: because it's it's you're not really having to replace 21 points You're really only having likely to come up with another 7 to 10, giving Pete the benefit of the doubt, 7 to 10 a game on a a plus-minus net. And I'm not concerned that they can do that because I think this next year's team is going to be a lot better defensively because they're going to be a year older. And Fran's going to do for them what he did for the Iowa team like five years ago or six years ago that didn't play good defense the first year he was there – and then the next year they played a lot better. And really, the last three years prior to this one, Iowa was one of the better, you know, as far as, you know, defensive uh, effective effective defensive percentages. They were one of the top 20, top 30 in the country um, in, in a lot of the key four-factor important defensive statistics.
1: You no, know, and, and it'll be interesting to see what Ellingson did because you brought that up last podcast, what Ellingson did when Jock wasn't there. If you get your lather going, you get your stroke going, you get more minutes – you get in the flow of the game. Ellingson is going to score more points. He shot 51 percent or something like that in big Big Ten play from three point range. Um, we've got a rebound again. Uh, yeah, Mister Annoying Me, Wolfgang, you got a rebound better because I, I don't know what our stats were on rebounds, but I'm guessing we got our bleep kicked.
0: Um, rebounds 38. Yeah, you to, know, do you have that yeah, front of you? 38 to 29 in this game, um, and they were plus two on the offensive glass but you know rebound again a lot of these things you're talking about they've been strong points in the last four games so at some point in time you know dockets likes to say this uh and other people like to say it and there's various ways to say it you know regression to the mean or water finds its level it does and over a five game stretch as I said earlier, only two Iowa teams in the last 20 have had stretches where they've won five or more consecutive Big Ten games. A team that has so many young parts in it, I'm surprised they were able to do it for four, especially considering two of those places were at road games against top 25 teams. So yes. I, I don't want to come off like I'm sounding happy. But I'm, I'm. You sound happy, John. I, I, because I know the future. You were right. The you future right. is incredibly him, right. exciting, and I'd like to think that Iowa can do well in a home <laughs> NIT environment. Maybe they lose that too. If they do, I don't care, because I know what they're building towards. And I, I, I want to make one thing clear. I'm not saying Iowa's, you know, winning the Big Ten next year and is going to be a three <laughs> seed. I wouldn't rule it out. I think that that's their ceiling, but I do think that this team can win 12 games in the league next year, 13 games in the league yeah. next year, depending on the schedule. Um, they're going to go to Ames next year, and that team is absolutely gutted by graduation. Their top five scores are all done uh, eligibility-wise, and they don't have the pantry full of, of transfers for next year, so they're going to pay a, re, a rebuilding price. You and I, I, I don't I don't really know, and Drake's going to suck. and So... <laughs> I, I I just know that when we get to September of 2017, which is in six months from right now, you know, six, five and a half months, football season begins. You're we're amped up for a football season that you know what? Maybe this team could win eight games. Maybe an outside chance to win nine games. They got a tough schedule. They got road games at Michigan State, but they get Penn State and Ohio State at home. And Michigan State is a program that's fallen apart. Um, you know, if you beat Wyoming right out of the gate, I think it's going to be fun. A new, new offensive coordinator. So it's, a, it's, a, it's the, the, the new final leg of the Kirk Ferentz Marathon at Iowa. And mm-hmm. then a couple of months later, we're building up to basketball season. And this basketball team next year, you think they played with Swagger this year? Pemsel and Cook and Bohannon? Those guys are going to need some, um, some balm next year. For all of the uh, friction that's going to come from what's going to be hanging. Now, you know they'll probably get slapped around here, or there early on, and be reminded that they're they're still not arrived. But it's going to be a damn fun team to watch. So that's, I just I I can't I can't get past the macro that I think is very good. And you're bringing in Garza, and you're bringing in Nungi, yeah. And who yeah. knows about you know McCaffrey's oldest boy? I don't know. I've said before I don't think he's he's.
1: I I've don't seen enough of him, John, to know that he sees the court well. And what Fran likes to do is run. He he's not fast, he's not quick, but he sees the court well, and he'll pass the ball down the court. It'll be interesting. I think you'll like him. Yeah,
0: I, I'm I'm sure I'll like him. I just don't know what it's going to translate to, but it doesn't matter. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I'm probably gonna I'm probably at the point where I'm going to keep repeating myself on this. Now, I, I really don't believe that Iowa has a shot to make it. To the, to the NCAA tournament. I don't think there's ever been a 14 loss team that's nope. gotten an at large bid. Um, and while Iowa's RPI, well, Iowa's RPI is probably going to be lower than Syracuse's was last year. And for the life of me, I still don't get how people are saying Syracuse's, you know, Syracuse's. Uh, Not a lock, but almost guaranteed to get in. Yeah, I, yep. I, don't, I don't get that. So they would be, they're also a 14 loss team right now. So. I just don't think it's going to happen. Gary Barta has, you know, he, I think it was Scott Dockerman um, of Land of Ten had a quote from him, something, something along, oh, if it wasn't Scott, I apologize. I'm not being intentionally stupid here, um, that Barta said I will put in an aggressive bid to, help, you know, to host some NIT games. And, and you, that is a part of the process. And we all know that Iowa's NIT crowds have been some of the best crowds that that building has had in the last 25 yes, years. Yes, and that's – and the,
1: John, and that's a joke, but they are so much fun. And I, for those of you that have never been to an NIT game, for whatever reason, they are really, really fun, even though they don't mean anything. It's weird. It is, but I also
0: think it's because you – the season ticket holders obviously get a shot at the postseason tickets first. But they don't all use them. A lot of people who are season ticket holders get them every year. They use them for business. They give them to the family. Um, you know, whenever they got a sweater that has to be knit, they know they got a nice place to go <laughs> knit that sweater, <laughs> uh, etc. And and it's it feels like it's an aged. More aged crowd. The NIT? No, it's not. It's younger. It's more blue collar people that don't get a chance to go down and sit low. People that mm-hmm. that just don't get that opportunity for whatever reason. It, it, it's a, it feels like it's and a it's different fun. socioeconomic demographic for
1: the for the thing, and it's crazy. No, and I went and I I can't, I think you know I won't say his name on the air, but I think you know. And I got to sit by uh, Gary Dolphin and Bobby Hanson, and they were like. Looking at me, they were like, I am so glad you're here because I kept standing up, cheering. And they're, they're not used to that. They're used to people reading books, flossing their teeth, stuff like that. And they were like, wow, this guy's really into the game. Yeah, yes, I am into the game. That's how you should be. Clap your hands. That left hand, that right hand, put them together and make a sound. Yell. I don't understand why nobody stands up until the, the timeouts. And then they uh, da, da da, you know the the Hawkeye fight song. So we stand for that. No, stand and give Bear a guy diving all over the floor. Cook, a guy that's given his all. Bemzel, stand up for that. Help your team, Carver Hawkeye Arena. I used to have I used to have um, for years and years uh, season tickets to basketball. It just wasn't worth it for me anymore, John, because I kept standing up and getting told told to sit down. No. And I understand if somebody, my mom has MS, okay? So I understand that my mom doesn't go to football games anymore. Because why? You know, she can't see the games and she understands that. So if there's people and old people that don't want to stand up the whole game, I understand. But there's some creative ways to make this a better home court advantage, to win more games, to get better seats, and get in the NCAA tournament, John. There's a way to do it.
0: Yeah, I hope they figure it out. I think the construction, how the the arena is constructed, is you know it's not conducive to noise with the concourse that the sound goes up and it just flattens out at the top. I was at um, Gallagher-Iba Arena last weekend for the Oklahoma State KU game, and I was we were up in the cheap seats, literally. My back was against the wall, last row, and it was really steep. The upper level was really steep.
1: Oh, Oki, okay. are you talking Okie State?
0: Yeah, and. Okay. I looked up at the ceiling and I noticed that the the from from the the side of the arena that it angled into the middle support like a like a speaker baffle, and I'm like this place was built to be loud with those baffles, um, and and then I went I went and, you know I I tweeted at Gottlieb and he's like yeah they designed it to to be loud like that Carver Hawkeye Arena if if you're gonna make it louder. Um other than, you know, just if, if you make an assumption that just, you know, older people aren't loud. Um <laughs> if you're gonna make it louder then you need <laughs> then you need to put up some type of um sound reflective uh upright stanchion materials all around the upper concourse of the arena, behind the areas where our seats, obviously you'd leave the aisle areas open, but you'd need to put something up from the, the concourse floor to the ceiling to make that sound bounce back down. Hilton Coliseum's the same way. I mean, Iowa State fans are great and they're loud too, but I think both Oklahoma State and Iowa State get a big boost, as, get a big boost from, the, from the acoustics of their facilities and that's, hey, more power to them.
1: It's an advantage, it's hey. not an excuse. John, I got to sit in literally on the court for an Iowa State game. Let me tell you something. It's loud. It's loud. And can you say that? Can you say that again? That made me laugh. The assumption that old people aren't loud. Can you? That, that was that was that was fun. that was really. That made me giggle. I don't know that you made it to meant it to be funny, but it made me giggle. There, there but was, Iowa State. I've been to Iowa State. They've got like this donor club. We got to sit on the floor. It was awesome. I want Carver to be like that. Guess what's like that? Kinnick. Kinnick is awesome. Freaking awesome. It's you're also right on the very field, vertical.
0: Its seats are vertical, and the, and it's right on the And field.
1: everybody stands up for the big games, John. Everybody stands up. I don't know if the big donors do. I have no idea. But where I sit on the five-yard line, everybody stands up for the big games, and I freaking love Kenneth. But, Carver, you got some work to do. And if you're not going to acknowledge it, it's never going to get better, and you're never going to be an elite program because you have to have that because kids want to see that. Kids want to see hardcore, loud, you know, home court advantage. They do. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Now, I understand the big donors don't want that. And I apologize, but I I am guessing we can figure this out, okay? Now's I'm, a, I'm,
0: now, now would be a time to do it because if you're going to tick off the donors for their seat, well, they don't want to tick off the donors because the donors aren't just giving – Tomorrow, they're giving year after year after year.
1: John, why is Iowa the only one that can't do it? Tell me. You
0: know, Iowa— You tell me. Okay, here's just an off-the-cuff thing. Iowa maybe has to be more sensitive to irritating their donor class because they have the smallest collection of donors in the conference. They have the smallest alumni base of any of the public institutions in the Big Ten. And the donors that they have, they can't afford to take those people off who are annual givers because it hurts Iowa a lot more than it maybe hurts somebody else. That's just a hypothesis. I have no idea uh, if it's actually That I don't like.
1: That I don't like. And do you want to have fun in the game or not? Okay, you big donors, thank you for supporting iowa basketball and iowa football thank you so much but do you want to have fun going to a game because i will tell you john it's not that fun going to an iowa basketball game it's not unless it's an nid game which is ridiculous that's well ridiculous. But, but, but
0: okay well let's leave it at this go out and get your nit tickets because you're gonna have a good time i
1: will yes i will
0: right uh we're, we're like I will.
1: i'm not kidding you so, i'll go because you know, it's fun
0: we're a couple of ageists here and, and once, once the old people figure out how to send an email to me, I'm going to get flooded with them. I promise you that. Um, I'm
1: knitting myself a sweater right now because it's cold right here in my living room. All right, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm 46, so I guess I'm old too.
0: All right, that'll do it for this one. Wolfgang, it's fun. Um, we'll uh, see where things, the, the chips fall on Sunday night after the, uh, the big tournament's announced. We'll start to learn the NIT fate. So for, Iona,
1: Iona, Iowa. Iona, Iowa.
0: Right, be careful. Don't get caught in that trap. For Wolfgang, I'm John. We'll talk to you soon.